All right, friends, Zig coming in at the top of the interview. Today I have Claudia Miller. Claudia Miller is a singer-songwriter, um, daughter of the great Becky Boyd. And um, this was a really cool conversation. I haven't really talked to anyone who does um, more theater work and um, who's come from a really musical family. Like, there's been music in the families of people I've talked to, but this is pretty profound because Becky um, is a a prominent force in the Cleveland music scene and has been. So growing up with that, it, she's had some good stories. This was a really interesting talk. Um, aside from that, I'm coming into this interview being a little bit rushed. Um, as you guys have probably noticed, um, running a, not, a benefit for negative space. And um, we've been doing a stream concert series on their page. And like it's been a fundraiser for Gotti. And today we got interviewed by Channel 5. So going into this interview, I came from that, and they were late, and everything was going wrong. My tablet fell. It broke. I came into it real rushed, and so I'm kind of like, even right now, I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Things are happening. So um, you may notice a little bit more of a caffeinated vibe in this interview, um, but this is great. Claudia is great. She's an awesome singer-songwriter, and was a we had a pleasant conversation. So tune in. If you guys hear anything you like, if you can like, subscribe, comment, rate, review the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, be it Apple or Spotify, which we are now on, um, it will help me put this podcast forth so these artists can get their voices heard and we can amplify what's being said to a higher level. All right, friends. Claudia Miller. Into it. Zig at the Gig Podcast. I'm hanging out with Claudia Miller. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How about you? Not bad. A little hectic, like uh, I kind of was explaining, but oh, and everything's falling apart, but it's all good. <laughs> I'm hanging out. My cat's here. You're here. This is awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Um, so how's the quarantine been? Oh, it's been a quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, as with everyone else, a lot of things have been canceled. Um, I work a day job on top of music, so I've been working from home every day. So that's been an adjustment, yeah. too. What um, do you do? Just, I work at a digital marketing company okay. in North Canton. Okay. So that's yeah. that's at least adjustable to home pretty maybe it is. arguably easier than some other gigs, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So they've been really, you know, adaptable to, to us and flexible with us working from home. Um, so that's been nice to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing some of these cool streaming uh, yeah. concerts and stuff like that. So getting by. What else have you done? What's another one that you've, uh, um, I did one for the warehouse district. Oh, okay. That's Cleveland. cool. Yeah, they've yeah. been doing, um, some coffee break sessions in the afternoons during the weekdays. Yeah, um, yeah. So I did one of those. I have another one of those coming up awesome. next week too. Mm-hmm. Was it? I think is Brent. Brent's running that now, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, Brent's a super cool guy. Um, yeah, he is. Okay. Wow. So that's cool. So you're able to keep keep work, which is really important. That's like mm-hmm. a huge de stressor as far as like, oh, okay, I just can't leave the the compound. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so that that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, now. What I've talked to so when I was talking to Brent and I was talking to Thor and uh, Emily Keener, we kind of what has like a day been like for you in quarantine? Have you been able to like 
keep yourself musically active and engaged and creative as well as like being able to um function just throughout the day do you got like a crazy routine like <laughs> everyone's had something different <laughs> yeah not too crazy um so a typical day uh you know i'm working the the nine to five type of thing yeah. during the day doing my digital marketing okay. you know job um but actually you know having these live streaming events going yeah. on for the music has really kept me going with playing more often um i guess you know I, I don't know if I would yeah. be doing it as much, you know, but like having something to prepare for yeah, um, yeah. helps a lot. Uh, and just being really inspired watching all of the other musicians doing them because everybody's going live on their Facebook page, yeah. doing the Zoom calls, things like that. Um, especially with people writing their own music and performing it. It's just really refreshing to see those like intimate you know, concerts in the living room just, you know, makes you want to play more and make more time for it. So, um, I have been like almost playing more music at home than I do when I have gigs. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and I, I also, as a hobby, am a painter. Oh, cool. So now and I don't, yeah, I don't always make time for that. Yeah. Uh, but like I've had more time in the evenings, you know, at home. So I've been, you know, painting more for fun and that's been a good stress reliever too. Um, and then another thing I do when, you know, we're not all staying at home is I do some musical theater. Oh, okay. And I just recently got back into that like this past year. Um, so not being able to do that, that frees up a lot of time with not having rehearsals and stuff like that. So, um, more time to be creative, I guess. Sure. <laughs> we're just all stuck at home. Yeah. It's weird. It's, I think for the most part, as long as you have like a direction or something to shed on or something to work on. Like, this is a kind of a weird blessing in disguise if, you know, you got your, your ground covered and, like, you can get food and you got time to work on stuff like that. Was mm -hmm. it, that's that's awesome. It's I wanted to note on a couple things you said. One, it is kind of – I've talked to Zach Friedhoff, and mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about, like – okay, I can finally move. The cat's gone. Um, We were talking about, like, kind of – being exposed to so many like like you're saying you're inspired all the time just because everyone's doing their thing and it's really like it's exciting because it's to be inspired by people playing as opposed to being like oh crap i gotta shut on my minor seven flat five chord move you know what i mean like instead mm -hmm. of being like intimidated in a way it's it's that like the whole conversation we had that inspiration is kind of like the light side to jealousy like they're the same thing but you can go either way depending so that's mm -hmm. i think that's awesome that you're being inspired by so much going on and everyone trying to make do with um what they got you know yeah for sure and like you know when you're gigging out like i don't play out as much as some other people because i don't do it full time because yeah. i'm working day job and stuff um you know you don't always have time to go out and see your friends playing because you, either you're playing or you're doing something else. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody, you know, I've been catching a lot more live streams than I would maybe be, you know, making the trip up to Cleveland because I don't live in Cleveland anymore. I'm about an hour away. Where are you at now? I live in Hartville Whoa, area. That sounds it's, lovely. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's it's down kind of between like Akron and Canton area. Okay. okay. Well, that's so, cool. There's um, a lot going on both Akron and Canton. Like, yeah, so I still play mostly up in Cleveland because I do a lot of shows with my mom and she's still yeah. up there. And that's like kind of where, you know, that's where the scene is. So it's not too bad dri driving the hour, you know, up. It's worth it. So that's awesome. Well, that kind of brings me to the another question I wanted to ask about. You, you got music in the family. 
Yes. <laughs> if you want to elaborate <laughs> on that a little bit. Yeah. So um, my mom, Becky Boyd, uh, she's a singer and musician in Cleveland. Um, she's amazing. True. Uh, have Have you had a chance to hear her yes, before? Yes, quite a few times. She is she is definitely an amazing talent and a Cleveland original and just awesome. Like so when I, yes. when Gall told me I'd be talking to you or I had a chance to talk to you, I got all excited. I'm like inside <laughs> scoops. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have lots of stories, um, but so, you know, she, she's she been doing music, you know, since before I was born, since um, she started out when she was in high school. Yeah. Um, she actually got into a band with my dad Whoa. in high school. My dad's a guitar player. Yeah. He mostly just does it like for a hobby now, okay. um, but that's how they met. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. So she's been, you know, playing in bands and different combinations, you know ever since then uh and so she's got various people she plays with now all different styles but you know she's a great blues singer she does some rock but then she also does acoustic stuff um so that's what we do together okay, so almost cool. all of my gigs you know nowadays are um a duo with her so that's we so do cool. a lot of like harmonies and we both play our instruments like guitar and stuff and it's, it's really a fun time so now you didn't mention like kind of a theater where you've kind of you found a love for is -hmm. that kind of like in a way like was that your punk rock like because you know what I mean like it doesn't or did did your mom dabble in that as well and inspired you Um, to go down that route she did in high school a little bit uh but it was just something I always I always loved to sing yeah um so when I was in high school I did it and then I did a couple of community theater shows when I was in college, but I didn't major in music in college or anything. Um, what did you major in? And then in? I just, I, I did um, communications. Okay. I was going to say, so, if you were anthropology too, I'm about to lose it and write a book. <laughs> yes, I heard that on some of your other episodes. I listened <laughs> yeah. To. <laughs> yeah. No, um, basically uh, my focus in college was advertising and public relations. So That's, that's awesome. So now I'm doing marketing, which is like all in the same realm. And even in music, that's kind of you're doing that for yourself to some degree. Yeah, it definitely comes in handy for sure. Um, So, yeah, I did some theaters for fun. Just, you know, I got into it because I loved singing. So then I got into musicals. Acting's always been fun. And then I took about 10 years off. Yeah. um, Just because I was focusing on other things. Yeah. Um, But there's this really cool theater called the Players Guild in Canton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They I've do some really great productions. Yes. So I got connected with them and I, I did a show a few months ago and then I just got cast in another one that actually got postponed now mm. because of, you know, the virus. But it's, show it's is been it? fun. Uh, the one that got postponed was, yeah. is Ghost the Musical. Like from the movie? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's going to be amazing. So it's um, based, yeah, based on the Patrick Swayze yeah, uh, yeah, you know, movie. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's the coolest musical ever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um it's 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 different, you know. Yeah. He's a and there's a ghost and yeah. you know, lots yeah. of dancing and <laughs> I think the pottery scene makes it into the musical. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh but yeah, we were in the middle of rehearsals uh when the stay at home order, you know, went into effect and everything. So we had to postpone. We're hoping to to open, you know, the next season with it. But I hope you are you guys still doing some type of online rehearsals? No, we we paused everything. Okay, I was talking to yeah. Kyle Kid, 
And he was saying, I'm trying to balance you. My The back thing of my phone fell off, so I can't balance it good. So there's half my head. <laughs> um, but Kyle was saying that um, that he he was working on um, an opera, and they were, like, practicing over Zoom or whatever. And some people have been able to, you know, bounce into that digital form of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe with a production that big, it would be hard. Like, Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty small cast. But, you know, there's lots of dancing and yeah. things like that. And I think we, we weren't really sure, like, when it was going to get get going again, you yeah. know. So. so. But that's what was like, what was the first one you did? At the Players Guild, the first one I did yeah. was Shrek. <laughs> okay, you're just doing these amazing musicals. Because usually people are like Fiddler on the Root, you know, like the <laughs> like some of the classics and stuff. But these modern ones are so cool. And that's so exciting because the music yeah. has to like. Musically, I don't know the music for either of those, but like, is it kind of a mix of like standard theater type stuff with like kind of a uh, a modern pop like influence or what kind of? Yeah, Ghost is pretty modern. Um, Shrek, Shrek is you know it's it's modern too, but it's it's a little different than the movie. Like it doesn't have the songs from the movie in it or oh, okay. anything, but it is a fun show. It has really good music. It's awesome. good for kids yeah. too, but it's also funny for adults. It was a good time. I feel like the movie's that that way, too. The movie's kind of that way. Yeah, yeah. For coming, so coming with a music background into it, like, was was it harder to shift to that style of singing? It sounds like singing was just kind of your thing, and, like, that was an exciting way to do it. Was that more tricky, or was it more tricky to incorporate it with, like, an acting skills and trying to portray this character with line, like, with, you know, with dialogue and with... To me, that's what seems to be the hardest part to be in a musical. Is you're like, you're going times three. You're singing, you're dancing, and you're acting, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. live. You know what I mean? Like four. So like, for coming from a musical background, I kind of imagined that would be a an easier spot to fill, right? An easier skill to tackle, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, the sing- singing always came first, and that's like what got me interested in it. Um, but I've always loved to perform. Like, even when I was just a little kid, like, I always yeah. wanted to, like, sing for my family members at events and stuff like that. Um, so acting kind of just came naturally, too. Okay. Um, just with the performing. And, like, when I'm singing, you know, doing the acoustic guitar and singing, I'm not acting, but, you know, you're singing with emotion. You're trying to tell a story. So they for kind sure. of go hand for in sure. hand like that. Um but yeah, like memorizing lines is definitely different than like memorizing a song. So like that, yeah. you know, can be stressful. Um, and the dancing, that's, that's not my, <laughs> I, I don't have dance training. It's fun, but that's, you know, that's a whole different ballgame for sure. <laughs> but yeah, it, it can, it can really come in handy. Um, both. I mean, when I go from acting to just do, going and doing a gig, like I can draw on, you know, using that emotion to tell a story too. That's awesome. I think like yeah. was I was a uh, a friend of mine was um actually Gotti, his wife from Negative Space, um his wife and they're both of Negative Space. That that sounded weird. Um he doesn't have like multiple wives in different places. Um <laughs> <laughs> but she was uh, going for some acting classes or taking some acting classes and there was the Meisner technique that to me sounded like that would really like kind of like be able to be implemented into like a musical idea, right? And now I know the Meisner's that thing where you're like, I'm a lamp, I'm a lamp, I'm a lamp, or right? Where you do the... I actually don't, oh, I don't okay, know. Okay. 
She uh she was saying that <laughs> there's this technique where you fully embody this character by repeating certain things. And oh, okay. with music, that's kind of what you do, right? You learn the song over and over and over again until you know it. And mm-hmm. then what sells it or what really, I don't want to say sells it like that, but re- really conveys the emotion is your tone and persona into it. So mm-hmm. that's a, I can, that, that makes sense that like how you're saying the acting skills would pay off like when you're doing an acoustic gig because a lot mm-hmm. of those gigs, right, are kind of like depending on the venue, like bar gigs and stuff. And you are, you're playing this character of, entertainment you know what i mean you're entertaining to a certain degree it's a little it's not yeah. as like a, as intense as like a musical where you're like a hundred percent this persona but now it's more like a laid back i'm rocking the room type thing but still right like, if you're bumming people will be like oh but if you're into it and like able to and I imagine that would help now sorry i'm kind of rambling <laughs> now <laughs> it's doing this um um these digital like streams because like part of that is like being able to be entertaining but having that charisma come from you, right? Yeah. So I imagine, like, you'd be in good shape for doing stuff like this. Like, <laughs> coming with all those acting skills. All the acting skills. I said that weird, too. Sorry, I'm, like, flustered, <laughs> run from thing to thing. Ah, but, it's all right. Uh, did, um... So musically growing up, was uh, was singing kind of the first thing that you would really started and i'd imagine that'd be inspired from your mom but yeah yeah definitely i mean growing up around her you know always singing around the house or like going to some of her shows when i was younger um she used to tell me that i would sing harmony to her when i was like four years old that's awesome like just not really knowing what i was doing but i just like always wanted to be singing um so i remember one of the first things that i did when I was in first grade, they had a karaoke contest at my school. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like in a no brainer. I was like, yeah, I'm entering it. Yeah. And yeah. it was for the whole school. So like Whoa. eighth graders were in it and everything. And I did a Patsy Klein song. Yeah. Which one was it? <laughs> Walking after midnight. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like such a weird song for like a, you know, a six year old. Yeah. Do. But still, <laughs> but it was like so much fun. And I won, I won the contest. <laughs> So I got like a big trophy and everything. What? And like after that, I was just like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. For um, sure. So, yeah. So I would just always, you know, sing. And then I started, I picked up the guitar, I think when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. And I never took any like formal lessons for that, but both of my parents play. So yeah. they kind of just like showed me some chords. I remember they wrote down some chord charts for me, like, That's cool. you know, before like everything was online. And I just, like locked myself in my room and I just like learned how to play the chords and and that's you know to back up my singing mostly yeah 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 and I think I did my first gig when I was like 14 Jeez. where was at it the at the barking spider at the, the barking, barking spider, spider. yeah wow that's awesome was it opening or did you do a whole night you know? I was opening uh for Tracy Marie what that's awesome Tracy's great yeah. side yeah. note she is so awesome wow. so that was really fun and um just a really cool place to like yeah. start you know doing my first thing and then you know doing some open mic nights here and there and stuff like that where'd um, you go what were some of the early ones gosh i'm trying to remember like i just like different coffee sh- shops that like my parents friends were putting on i can't even remember some charlie, of the charlie Mallsbrooks. he did a, i think i hit his, he, up, yeah. his up one time apparently yeah, his was but... like a, a to-do for a while in like cleveland yeah. heights 
Yeah, but you know, just you Still know, started is. doing uh, you know gigs with my mom. Then you know, she she was doing a lot of band gigs for a while. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes there would be you know more of a want for like an acoustic duo because some of the bars weren't wanting to pay for a full band like during the week. Yeah. You know, so she started doing more acoustic gigs by herself. And then she was like, hey, do you want to start playing some of these with me? And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's so cool. And yeah, so we just started doing that. And I'll do like a couple things a month with her, you know, and it's a nice way now that I live about an hour from her. It's a nice way for us to still see each other more often yeah. and, and hang out because she really is my best friend. <laughs> That's awesome. That is yeah. so cool. Like, so going, was there like any type of like, pressure kind of not to be musical from them but kind of like a I want to be musical like them type deal there was never a pressure Uh, it was just something I always wanted to do like ever since I was you know could talk I think I was just wanting to sing um my mom does joke around sometimes and she says man it's a it's a good thing you're good (laughs) (laughs) she's like because if you would have sucked I would have had to try to tell you I don't want you to come play with me (laughs) That's, yeah, that would have made things way rougher. That would have led to some like weird, weird issues. But that's that's so cool that it's a. There's no way that could have happened. Not growing up, being around it, and I think my dad doesn't really sing. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's bad. I've never really heard him sing too much. But she she'll say a joke where she'll say, "Well, it's a good thing you didn't get your dad's voice." Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> But I think even if I wasn't a singer, I probably would have ended up playing some, you know, some instrument or something, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's I really love singing with her, too, because we'll just like harmonize to each other like on the fly. Like we don't we never even really would rehearse that much when I even lived at home. She'd just be like, hey, I I learned this new song. Like, yeah, try to see if you want to sing along with me. Whoa. I'll just like throw a harmony on. And you just found it. Do you naturally my phone's dying. But do you naturally like naturally hear it or was it just Mm -hmm. kind of like. You sang with your mom and like it naturally fell into that because I, I noticed there's a thing with like siblings or relatives. There's like a weird way voices blend together and sometimes it doesn't even they're not even trying. It's just like, oh, Scott, sing with me and Scott sings fine, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it was. Like just we just blend together really naturally. It must just be a genetic thing. <laughs> it's such an interesting like. Uh, interesting like thing that is like why I don't uh, genetically why that works and how it just pulls off for some people because like for me when I learned harmonies like I I, I get them I knowledge I, I know a third I know it where it should be but when it comes to uh, jumping on and singing harmonies with someone I'm like oh fuck um, hold on, can we <laughs> run that again can we do that again and like it's tricky but I you know I don't come from a singing background or anything or like had a super cool childhood where you can sing with, you know, my mom in harmony like that. But, uh, so it is kind of, that is a difficult skill set. And like a lot of people, like some people I, I've seen just like hear it and know where that voice should go. They're not thinking, Oh, mm-hmm. it goes up a third down a fourth. And then here, I'm going to ride out that did when you were singing with your mom, did you like just kind of hear where your voice fit in? And like, yeah. after yeah. like, um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I, I did some like choir in school and stuff like that, but I don't really have like a music theory background. I don't gotcha. really read music very well, um, or very much. Um, so it mainly is just by ear for me. Like I can wow. learn a harmony. Like if I, you know, when I'm doing my musical theater, they're like, here's, you know, here's the sheet music, 
here's your part. Yeah. I can learn that and, you know, memorize it. But when I play with her, I just kind of make it up. I just that's hear it in my so head cool. that's so and just cool. sing along. And yeah, that's just how, how we both do it. She does the yeah. same thing for my songs too. So is there yeah. like, um, with a, I got a question about how the set list works, but, um, <laughs> within like, so is, is your mom musically or music theory wise, like literate with that? Or is she just kind of a feel it too? She, she's more of a feel it person. Like she's kind of like me where she, you know, she sang in choirs, you know, growing up, but we, we both are, are more of like a by ear delivery. Yeah. What about your dad? Is he like a theory guy? Uh, a little bit more. Um, cause he, Uh he took, you know, a lot of guitar lessons growing up and stuff like that, but yeah, it's weird. (laughs) Right. So like Music's like this thing that can be so formulated and so written and so precise and like, but 90% of the people that are like in that inspire, I don't want to say 90, let's go a good 85% of people (laughs) who inspire everyone to want to go do the due diligence of learning how that works to be able to convey themselves in that way from that written thing are people that just feel it. So it's amazing that there's this whole precise like language and mindset and movement towards something that you just feel. And like mm-hmm. it's weird it's I don't know if it's weird or if it's just a thought or how like cool it is that we can have something so precise and all we're doing with that precision is describing how we feel. You know what right. I mean? And yeah. like it's almost like the precision only matters if we want someone to know exactly how we feel. You know what I mean? I feel in 16th and it's a, there's a the accent on the E of everyone. <laughs> and like, it goes up a melodic minor. Er, you know, the, there's a way to explain how you feel to such a degree that no matter what, someone could understand it, if they can read it. And I think maybe that's kind of like everything else in life. We're just trying to, <laughs> there's a, you know what I mean? But, um, so when it comes to a set list with you and your mom, do you like, as far one, are you doing like originals and stuff? Are you presenting your songs to her? Are you guys doing covers you grew up with or her originals or how's that like work out? It's a mix. Um, I, I, I do a lot more covers than originals. Yeah. Um, but we'll do like a three hour gig usually. Yeah. Um, so we don't usually have a set list for that. Like we just kind of remember like, Oh, let's do that one or let's do that song. Um, I usually bring like a binder of songs with me. Gotcha. Yep. Just because I'm I'm not playing out as much as her and I like don't have time to memorize everything that I do. It's so it's kinda nice though, because then I can just be like, Oh yeah, I feel like doing this song. Yeah. Throw the lyrics up there, you know. Um, but when she'll have like a new original or or if I have a new cover or a new original, I'll kind of just like hear her play it like yeah. at a gig. She'll do it and then I'll kinda like just just get to know it after that one time and then start to throw some harmonies on it like maybe at the next show got it well, that's you cool. know or, Feel or it she, out. you know yeah. once in a while she'll like send me a recording or something or i'll be like hey i'm learning this song like i'll send her a youtube link of somebody covering it or something and just to like kind of get on the same page that's cool but 
Is yeah, there... but our, we don't have a set list. We'd kind of yeah. just wing it. <laughs> That's, well, yeah. that kind of seems like everything else is just feeling it and making this organic, true thing that's happening. And I think that's mm-hmm. besides how cool it is that you are able to do this with your mom and have that relationship musically mm-hmm. and in this friendship and as in, in, in mother daughter and like share that with everybody in such a yeah. pure just this is what it is way. I think that is so cool. That and the fact that it's all go with the flow type deal just is gonna, yeah. you know, I mean, that's just part of the, it seems like the everything, the essence of it, the ethos yeah. of it. And like, wow, that's that's awesome. It's like, yeah, it's so fun. We have a good time when, um, so you have a few of your own originals, right? Yes, and do you guys cover it in the in the duo? Um, usually, oh, he's back. usually my songs they end up being just me by myself. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, there, she'll throw a harmony on sometimes. Oh, but... that's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there a was it like sh- when did you start writing as far as your own stuff? Probably like right when I started playing yeah. out, I started trying to write some songs. Yeah, actually, you know, some of the songs that I still do yeah. are songs I wrote in high school. That's all. Isn't that weird? I think there's a there's like a thing when everyone's starting to like open these emotions and like start to feel yeah. and think things that like comes these golden nuggets that you're like, yeah, that's still a good tune. I can still use that. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, I kind of got blocked for a while, like with writing just because like, you know, I'm working a day job. I'm not playing out all that much. And, you know. I started to become like really critical of myself. Yeah, like yeah. everything I'd come up with, I'm like, ah, it's not good enough. Like, and then I wouldn't even play them out. Like I'd have songs that I'd write and I'd be like, ah, these covers are way better than my yeah. own music. But doing stuff like songwriters in the round or like, you know, hearing other people writing, it really does kind of, you know, my songs aren't that bad. Like, you know, and I'm just, everyone's their own worst critic, you know, for sure. Um, for sure. But when I was a kid and I was first starting out, you're like 14. I don't know. I'm like, I'm invincible. Like I can write yeah. songs. Like these are great. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know, but one, one wow. of the songs that I'm actually going to play at the next virtual show, um, I wrote as a homework assignment. Really? For school. What? I had this what was creative writing class. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Um, so I had this creative writing class that I took for like English and my teacher was awesome. And she was just like, you know, Hey, let's all write a song for, you know, it wasn't a music class at all. Um, so she mainly just meant like the lyrics, you know, and she's like, and then we'll like sing them to each other. And like a lot of people that weren't musicians were like, what? I don't want to do that. I don't know. (laughs) And so I was like, Oh, I'll give it a try. And it was supposed to be a ballad that would like tell a story. So I remember sitting in my room, you know, at home just thinking like, okay, well I'll try to write a song. And if it's not great. I'll just use one of my old songs that I have, you know, yeah. <laughs> for this homework assignment. And I ended up just like in a night writing one of my favorite songs that I've ever written when I was like 15 <laughs> and I still play it. That's awesome. And I, I'm like, how did, how did I pull that off in like a night for homework? And I remember like playing it at my, for my classmates, you know, yeah. it's a weird thing how, you know, stuff can come to you. You just, if you give it the time to like sit down and give it a shot, you know? Yeah. It's, I definitely agree with that statement. It is weird, like, inspiration and, like, there's almost this thing, especially when you first start, there's this, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to say naivete, but there's, like, this, like, no pressure that just lets mm-hmm. things flow. And it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of people, like, that first bite really gets them going and, like, then it becomes work. And, like, yeah. with you, you've ventured off into much more, like, 
higher level things like doing musicals and like that. So I can see where you would get more critical about what you're doing because you you know you're learning to perform and do much more complicated things. And they're like, the song has to be like not con- you know not there enough. And like or even like with simple songs, it's like oh it's it's not simple. And I don't know. There's a, there's just like this mental block you kind of get and you get in that judgment yeah. zone of a tune. But uh, yeah, I would just start to overthink it. You yeah. Know? And, and like, then you just got to get back to like, you know, oh, when I was a kid and I was writing songs, it's just like it came to me more easily because I wasn't thinking so hard about it. And that's just what you have to remind yourself, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. Beginner's mind is so weird. And I imagine <laughs> like growing up with like parents that are doing it, too. You know, mm-hmm. there'd be some kind of like, oh, I don't know. They might be they might not think it's like a type deal, you know, like kind of a almost like. <laughs> Like, if my dad was a songwriter, I'd be afraid to show him my songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, or at least it would take a while to be uh, to be confident to defend him. Was it, hopefully that wasn't there, but was there no, any of that No, I, I never was really afraid to show, you know, my parents. But, you know, there's definitely, you know, something so intimate about playing something you wrote to yeah. a crowd or at a gig. You know, it, it's just like... Yeah, there's nothing like that, you know, especially if it's a new song. It's like it can be really exciting because you're playing something new for people. But it's also like, wow, I really hope they like it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, this came from my heart. And yeah, and you spent forever writing and learning it and like all this time. And then if you, you got to throw it out, you're like, oh, what? Very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, now, going back to some of those early coffee shop gigs, was this tune, this ballad, was that one of those that you were playing at the Barking Spider and... Um, I think that this particular song was not uh, around yet for gotcha. the Barking Spider, but you know, I I definitely was playing some songs I wrote. Um, some of them didn't didn't last. Yeah, <laughs> they aren't still they aren't still on the the song list. But yeah, I <laughs> remember I remember too. playing songs I wrote when you know I was like fourteen. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Barking Spider was such a cool place. It's such a bummer. That it really was around. And like, I, yeah. I and it, it sucked because it was so hard to find. It was like a little gem, mm-hmm. right? But when you found mm-hmm. it, it was just such a cool spot. Uh, <laughs> wow. So now kind of bouncing from that, you went to college for communication after high school. And that's when you started to go get into the musical realm. What kind of brought you back or were you always doing gigs with your mom during the time? Yeah, I I was I was doing gigs with her throughout all that. Gotcha. So you never fully left. It was just kind of like Mm-mm. a shift in like focus for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when I you know am rehearsing for a play now as an adult, like I'm I'm still doing gigs once rehearsals are over. <laughs> That's awesome. Like we'll be in rehearsals, <laughs> and then once the show starts, then my week opens back up, and then you know yeah. time for gigs again. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah and it's interesting another thing i guess um so since you've kind of have you done a a band situation Mm -mm. no No. okay so you've done solo duo and then musical (laughs) yep (laughs) so i wanted to ask about the dynamic between like the pit band and the players me like the uh, um actors because that that that's being interesting like musical chemistry they got you know even though like the, like when you got a backing band, like in a, mm-hmm. I saw your mom at, what was a, the Hessler Street Fair. I think that was the last time I saw her, and okay. my, mm-hmm. she was playing with Blake. My buddy Blake was playing bass with her, 
Right. Um, but you get this chemistry from a band that's behind the singer, right? And there's this interaction. But with like musicals, either their bands to the side or they're, you know, in the pit. Mm-hmm. Like, do you still feel that connection? It was what I was going to ask. And if it was different. But I imagine, right? Because everyone's reading the sheet. But yeah, there's got to be some like, oh, wait, they, they're a step ahead. You know what I mean? That drummer's got to follow you or something. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a connection. Um, you know, we've got the music director keeping everybody together, you know, gotcha. down there con- conducting and and whatnot. But it's, it's a different experience because, you know, you're doing everything by the book, really, for yeah. when you're in play. You know, everybody's on the sheet music where if you're playing like at Hessler Street Fair with a band, you can kind of like groove in it a little more. For sure. You know, but yeah, there's similarities for sure still. Okay. I would, I guess if... Is there a reason you kind of like only stuck with the duo? Was it just because there is no time to jump into like a band situation or? Yeah. I mean, time is a lot of it because yeah. I, I'm just like really busy and like my mom and I didn't really have to rehearse. So yeah, I never that's had to true rehearse too. with the band. That's true. You um, got a lifetime of rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember when I was younger, like when I was first starting out, I think I had more of a desire to get in like a rock band or something, yeah. but never really found the right people that were into the same stuff I was. Um, and then once I started to play out, I was just happy doing like the solo artist thing and picking up gigs with my mom. That's awesome. And that's it just it just worked out. It just yeah. fit. So that's yeah. so cool, though. Like it's the solo, the duo thing and the solo thing is so intimate. Like we were kind of talking about with sharing a song you wrote and there, there's it's such a pure thing. And like to be able to kind of like make that your start and like your finish type deal is so rad. Like that's so, that's so cool. Um, question with a. Have you tuned into any of the Gazunite? <laughs> have Sorry. You, oh no, you're good. I, I didn't know. A little frog in my throat. <laughs> um, have you tuned into any of the virtual shows yet? I have. Yes. Yeah. Which ones did you see? Um, I watched one last weekend that um, Gretchen Plus oh, okay, and Kristen yeah. Jackson and uh, Kate Kuzer. Yeah, yeah. What a bill. What a bill. Yeah. That heavy was hitters a on one. that one. It's heavy. Uh, heavy hitters on yours too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know JP. Um, but I've known Thor for a little while, so. Have you guys, uh, have you gigged with Thor before? Um, not, like, officially, but back when I still lived in Cleveland, we talked about getting a duo together at one point. I don't even know if you would remember this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember we emailed back and forth, like, some songs to cover, and it was when the Civil Wars were really big. Oh, that would have been sick. Yeah, yeah, you guys would have killed that. We did, like, we learned, like, one song, (laughs) like, separately and then like did it like one time like oh, at one cool. of like one of my gigs like he like came up and we did it but i think that was the only time that ever happened but <laughs> that was fun i don't even remember what song it was <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome have you ever have you done any other duos that have remained mm-hmm. constant nope just you no mom. no just stuff with my mom mainly okay. yeah that's cool I, I mean well let me take that back so my husband plays a little bit okay does he play guitar You're, he does. Um, so, so we. <laughs> he doesn't do it as much anymore either. Yeah. But um, like a couple years ago, we like were working up some songs, and we we actually did a set at the Barking Spider together. Oh, that's <laughs> Bringing awesome! Bringing it back to the Barking Spider, yeah. we opened. Yeah. Um, but so we did some like acoustic stuff, and he sings a little bit. Gotcha. Uh-oh. But, um, so yeah, we don't do that as much anymore, uh, but m- 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 mostly with my mom and just solo. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Did, so, no, you didn't want to start a band 
with your husband that did <laughs> no oh <laughs> uh, that's awesome was it well i think it's important too especially when you're in a relationship that they kind of understand what you're doing especially being a performer because there's so much that goes into like the mindset of being able to rehearse and knock something out and get it down so you can go do it and then you got to do it and then there's all these gig and rehearsal commitments and mm-hmm. knowing someone that knows at least a little bit of what goes into what you do i think yeah. it may, has to make the the process of living with someone who actively engages the, in that for mm-hmm. uh, I, I i mean for at least a half of a li- their living right so yeah like, so having has that like at least made things more easier when you're like i can't we can't hang out i got to rehearse this type deal yeah i mean or he gets it he's really supportive of that i mean like i said like my mom and i don't really rehearse yeah (laughs) yeah he hasn't had to deal with that very much the play rehearsals take up way more time when i do the musicals because it's like every night yeah and there's a lot going on so i totally (laughs) yeah so he's i'm lucky in that he like understands that like when you know hey for the next couple weeks i'm gonna be like gone like every night like rehearsing for this show you know um it just takes so much work because i think for shrek we rehearsed for like a month and a half wow and you know it was just a lot but once the show launches and starts then you know your week opens back up and then your weekends are busy yeah but yeah he's cool with it he doesn't mind so that's cool that's cool that's cool i don't know that going into it you can kind of understand a bit like growing up did you ever kind of run into that like uh do we have to do a gig today mom you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) there are days i mean as an adult probably more okay well that's (laughs) good that's good i had i had the longest day at work i'm so tired but oh gotta go but then once you're there you have a great time oh for sure you know but there are nights where it's like oh it's snowing the weather's bad. I have to drive to Cleveland after I worked, you know, all day. Uh, but once you get there, you know, it's always a good time and you have, you know, you have a good one. So definitely There's, it makes it worth it. It's <laughs> like I, I, I host a mic night every Thursday or maybe hosted. I don't know the red current thing. <laughs> and I love doing it. And I love giving people the opportunity to play and providing that space. But like I'll, I teach I'm a music teacher during the day. So I'll teach all day, then do a nursing home gig, and then do something else, and then go to that mic night and be like, oh, tomorrow's going to happen. This is I'm so tired. I want to go home. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as you start into it and you're, like, a song in, you're like, oh, this is sweet. Life's awesome type deal. Yeah, like, exactly. So I totally understand that feeling is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, there will be nights where we'll have, like, a three-hour gig, and I'm like, I don't really want to take a break because if I just sit there for 15 minutes, I'm yeah. going to get tired. Yeah. So I'll be like, Mom, you you know, you take a break here for a couple songs, and then I'll take a break for a couple songs, and we just won't take, like, an actual break. <laughs> I th- <laughs> just keep playing. <laughs> and that, I, I think that's almost better because re- once you, like, take that 15-minute break and you're like, what am I going to do? There's no way they're going to get me some pretzels on time. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and by the time I get to them, they're going to be cold. And like, but, and then you step out of that. So everyone who is engaged, because in a bar, you're like, you're kind of engaging and you're kind of not. You got, there's that balance of being too much and just enough as far as like mm-hmm. work in a room like that. And once you stop, that kind of allows that silence where either your audience leaves 
or you know what I mean that like mm-hmm. so I think yeah. kind of just going all the way through it and like doing the the full three hour four hour whatever it is like yeah except for exhaustion is almost like a better approach <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and I mean it also depends like sometimes if we have like if I have some friends there that I haven't seen in a while yeah like, okay you know yeah. can I go you know chat with them for all but sometimes then my mom will just play for a little bit like while I go catch up you know we'll take our staggered breaks like that so yeah, you just gotta feel it out that's cool it's cool with the duo you can split it like that too yeah it is because we both play a lot of songs together but we both you know have our own songs solo too yeah so we'll take turns that's awesome what a cool like that's so cool that's what a cool relationship. What a cool way to kindle that and keep that going and like share that mm-hmm. with everybody. Wow. That's yeah. And so awesome. it's more fun than playing by yourself too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It, to relate to that. Oh, that gig. Oh, that gig. Or oh, that gig. Oh, that gig. You know, just to be able to share that with somebody. And yeah. Like, or just know, being able to joke around, you know, during the show or just like have somebody to share the night with. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just way more enjoyable for sure. And like, even like, cause people are entertained by conversations, like what we're doing now, like some people mm-hmm. can pull off just talking to themselves and talking to an audience who may be responding or not. And some people can't. And like, you almost get more drawn into whatever the duo is talking about. Mm-hmm. So like, that's awesome. Well, thanks. Yeah. You feel good about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think this was a great talk. That was so cool. Like. Your relationship with your with your mom and how you guys can share it so inspiring. That's awesome. Was it? Yeah, it's so much fun, and you don't really see that. I I haven't really run into that in Cleveland too much. You know, the family. Yeah, no, fans. not at all. So like, you know, got something special going on. <laughs> definitely, especially the plane. Like maybe there's like the dad manager or the mom manager of the, the, <laughs> the high school band, and that could be a bit much. But like, what you guys are doing is completely different and completely unique, and like. You're both amazing. So, like, put it together. That's a that's so cool. Uh, well, thank I, you. Well, thank you so much for um, hanging out with me and chatting for a bit. Was yeah, it? thank you. Cool, cool. So it's Friday. This uh, uh, this will be today when this comes out. Today, <laughs> <laughs> virtual show CLE eight o'clock. All right, I'll see you then. <laughs>